0: That's why I took the first job that came along. Thankfully, Dad had made a lot of local friends at Greeley's General Store. If you had a good enough pitching arm, you might have been able to throw a rock from the edge of our property clear across Highway 10 into Greeley's parking lot. That's how close it was. Greeley's was the place that most of the people living in the outskirts of Aberdeen shopped. If you were closer to downtown, you shopped at Walmart— but there was still a lot of family-owned ranches and farms just outside of town which made Greeley's location very convenient. I don't think it had anything to do with loyalty, even though everyone on the outskirts of Aberdeen shopped there. If you ask me, I think people are like small country streams. They follow the line of least resistance, and Greeley's was just closer to most of them. But the talk of the town was that Greeley's time was running out, especially since Walmart had come into Greater Aberdeen. As developers moved into the heart of town to slap up two-by-four track homes, more and more people in Aberdeen proper were strangers to us old-timers, and none of the new folks veered out into the countryside for their milk, bacon, or eggs. Unless they were making the drive to buy organic veggies or free-range chickens and the like. Conversely, the kids in the rural areas seemed to band together, and spend weekends at the local Grange Hall with young boys chatting up to local girls and occasionally fighting over who said what to who. So on my behalf, one day my father just up and asked old man Greeley if he had any work for his kid, me. As the patriarch stammered for an excuse to say no, Mrs. Greeley chimed right in and said, Horace, you were just telling me that you could use a counterboy, so you could take some much-needed time off. Horace Greeley had been caught with his pants down in front of no less than a dozen locals, so what else could he say? "'Well,' he mumbled, "'I've been thinking about bringing someone in to take up the slack, so I guess I'd be willing to hire your boy Ed." My father smiled and then immediately went into negotiation mode, something I had seen him do a thousand times when he was selling cattle. He was always fair, but he never took a loss on anything.' and he wasn't going to start today. when it came to his son. "'What can you afford to pay my boy, Horace?' he asked as he scrunched up his brow and put on his negotiator's face, complete with the stink-eye and everything. The group of locals went silent as they started to crane their heads over so they could hear every word. This would ensure that they could hear how this game of cat and mouse would play out between my dad and old man Greeley.' Horace rubbed his chin, and after quite a silence, his wife started to talk. Horace immediately interrupted, as he was certain that she would end up paying me more than I was worth. Now, hold on there a minute. Elsie, give me a minute to think things through. Everyone in the store waited patiently, as Horace seemed to be drafting an imaginary contract for my father with his index finger in the air in front of his counter. You he could hear a pin drop. Horace flipped over a book of sales slips on the counter and wrote something on the back, and then he tore it from the pad, and came from behind the counter, handing the piece of paper to my father. My father gave a stern look to Mr. Greeley and said, "'Now this is going to be a fair offer, right, Horace?' Mr. Greeley gave a dirty look to his wife, and then smiled at my dad. "'I would say that this is a fair offer, Ed.' My father took a slow look at the clandestine note as he unfolded it and smiled. For once he did not force his hand. All he said was, When can he start? Horace took his sweet time making his way back to the stool behind the main counter before he answered. Then he nonchalantly said, Send your boy over Saturday morning about ten and I'll get him going. When a neighbor related the story, it was mostly about my father's negotiation skills but this was minor compared to some deals that I had observed between my father and a customer. Me? I was naturally a little bit angry because my father really didn't do anything special for me, and because he was the one who actually got me my first job. It also bothered me that I had to depend on his negotiation skills to ensure that I would make decent money, but instead he more or less scared Mr. Greeley into giving me a decent wage. I never told my dad that I would have worked there for less, so my grudge didn't last long once I figured out what I would be making.'